Did you make the right decision when you chose your coaching niche? Or are you still wondering what might have been with a different idea? What would you need to do if you wanted to start over with the right idea this time? Stick around for the answer in this episode. And before we go on, you should know you're not alone. I have worked with clients who face this exact conundrum on a regular basis. Should they invest time and money into the idea they think will bring them the most money? Or should they drop it all, start from scratch, and work on their true passion? Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three steps to monetizing your hobby if you had to start from scratch today. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Mai De Leon, business coach for creative entrepreneurs who monetized her hobby of artistic lettering almost by accident. You can go back and listen to that episode when you're done with this one. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while driving to work, which is something you haven't done in two years, wait until you get there and then head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Since I started my business after I got out of corporate, I have gotten one question. Should I be doing business A or should I be doing business B? And this is something that came up even as early as last week when I was talking to a client where she was very clear on what she wanted to do with her life. She was very clear on what her purpose for her life was. And it was to help a very particular segment of the population with a particular problem. Here's the deal. She had an apartment and the rent was due at the end of the month. And she's like, actually at the end of two months, she had 60 days to make enough money for her rent. And she asked me, well, Ina, maybe I shouldn't try to get clients with this thing because it sounds like it's harder to do that. It sounds like it would take me longer. Only all this based on the fact she had never done it before. Okay. Because she had never done it before and she didn't know what that would look like or what the steps would be. She's like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe what I should do is a lot of people ask me about this other thing. Maybe what I should do is spend these two months creating some kind of digital package, some kind of course, some kind of mini offer that I can give to them and I can sell and that way generate passive income. My answer to her was, listen, what I don't want to happen 
is that you spend the next two months creating something that still doesn't get you enough income and it's still not the thing that you feel like it's your life's purpose. How would that feel? And she's like, yeah, that would not be ideal, <laughs> right? Like if I'm working so hard on building something, on creating a digital offer, it's got to be able to pay my bills. I'm like, well, there's no such thing as a magic bullet. It, it doesn't exist. There is, I don't have a program called, let me make you money in one week, right? Like, I, like there, there's no such thing as something that is just going to give you your rent money. But what there is out there is an entire industry of people paying for a good service for something they can't find anywhere else. There's a lot of people out there who are right now paying hundreds, thousands of dollars to someone else just to support them, to guide them, to tell them how to do something. And this magic that you have to do that, to help people who have that problem, that's something not everybody else has at all. This other thing, this other like little side hobby that you have, if that's not your passion, then that's not where your money's going to come from. That's not where your next TEDx invitation is going to, is going to come from. All the riches, all the, the fame, the quote-unquote fame, right? All of the, the audience, all of your, your message, it only comes from whatever it is that you're passionate about. If your hobby is what you're truly passionate about, then why are you not the master at that thing? Why aren't you spending all your time getting into those circles, getting into those conferences, being a speaker, sharing your message with the world? Why would you waste your time with something else that you don't even want to do, that you don't even want to be known for just because people have told you that that's where the money is or because you think that it's going to be easier or that you're going to make money a lot faster? That's not how the world works. Anybody... Anybody that you see that has made it to a certain point, they're doing what they love to do. They made it to that point because they chose right the first time around. And I want you to be that person. I've had conversations with many people already who tell me, well, Ina, this is what I've been doing and this is how I make my money. And after we have a clarity exercise, after we have a clarity conversation, at first, they defend their decision and they say, no, 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 yeah, that, this is exactly what I should be doing because this is what people come to me for. This is what I should be doing. We hang up the phone and 24 hours later, they come back and they say, Ina, I've been giving this some thought. I think I should go for that other path that I don't know what it looks like, but I feel much more passionate about it. I'm like, great. I'm so glad that I got you to stop digging your heels on something just because people have told you that it would work. That's not how we should be making decisions based on what other people who have nothing to do with us, based on what they say, right? So I'm here to tell you, like, not to tell you which way you should go, right? I'm here to tell you to listen to yourself, to your own intuition, to your own passion, to, your, to, to where you see yourself a year from now and listen to that and work on that, okay? So what I have for you today is I'm going to go through three things that I want you to do 
if you're thinking that maybe that thing that you don't think is going to make you money, maybe that thing that you don't really know exactly how it would work or who would even want it, or maybe your audience is filled with people who don't actually want that, your audience is different kinds of people. How do you go about growing that one thing? What should you do? Okay, and I'm going to start. Number one is making a decision. Okay, and I know it sounds so trivial. It's like, Ina, thank you for throwing this first step away. No, hear me out. You need to make the decision that this is the only thing that is going to make you satisfied. This is the only thing, the only message that you have for the world that is going to make you feel like you contributed to the world somehow, that gave you purpose, that if you were to do something else, you know that it wouldn't give you that fire that you need. It wouldn't, it wouldn't satisfy you in, in the same way. You got to know that. So if I'm looking, for example, if I'm looking at my full-time job and I'm looking at my coaching business and my coaching business is going slow, I don't have a big audience, it's not really growing that fast, but I know that if I don't give my business a try, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Then I have made the decision that I have to make my coaching business work. That's my decision. It doesn't happen on it doesn't happen for me. Somebody else doesn't make the decision for me. Right? I make the decision that this coaching business is going to be my life's purpose. And the fact that it's not working right now, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that it's not working right now. But it doesn't mean that it's not gonna go in the future, work in the future. So the first thing I want you to decide is where do you want your life to go? What do you want to spend your life doing? Talking to, sharing, spreading what message? What is your purpose here? Is it to make money or is it to help someone with something they need? Help people realize something. Help people live life to the fullest. Make that decision that this is, this is where my feet are going to go. I'm planting myself here. Okay, Ina, I decided... That even though my job pays me 200,000 grand a year, I cannot live with myself if I retire from this company. I can't live with myself if at 65 I'm waking up and I'm being given the Lifetime Achievement Award at my company. That, I, that cannot be my life. So once you make that decision and you say, okay, I still don't know exactly what my life is going to look like, but I know that it's helping people with this. Ina, how do I start? What do I do? So you first made that decision. And what, last thing I'm going to say about it before I move on to number two. Why is that decision so important? Because for as long as you have a very cushy and very comfortable plan B, you're not going to worry about plan A, right? If you have a job that is paying the bills, that is making you comfortable, that is making your life comfortable, that is making you feel like, you know, my job is not that bad. I like my job. I love my job. I don't have to leave my job to live a satisfied life. My friend, keep your job. What are you looking for anywhere else? You just got a wonderful life that you love. Why change? This is why that decision is so important because it can't feel like that. It can't feel like, you know what? My job is fine. So as long as you have that plan B, then who cares about plan A? Nothing is ever going to take off. Plan A is irrelevant. Plan B is a great safety net. 
By the way, I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm telling you to make the decision of where you want your life to go. Keep your job so that you can keep funding this passion project. This passion project needs funding and that's what your job is doing. It's a means to an end, okay? That's what I'm saying. Not saying quit your job. Don't do that. We need that money to fund your new business, okay? So I'm going to go to step two is to actually go out there and meet the ideal person who wants what you're selling. This is a lot, it's harder than it sounds because just because somebody has said yes to working with me for free, that doesn't make them my ideal client, right? Just because somebody says, yeah, that kind of sounds interesting. I can see how other people would want it. Yeah, go for it. That is not equal to finding your ideal client. Your ideal client is someone who meets your criteria so specifically that if you were to tell them, hey, um, for the next couple of weeks, I am going to be helping people for, you know, for five bucks, right? The, at this point, at the validation, like the amount doesn't matter. The amount doesn't matter. It's like, for, you know, I'm just going to get together with people for five bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever number you want. Uh, and I'm going to help them create their landing page for their next masterclass. If the person goes, yes, sign me up, there's an ideal client right? If uh, you say, hey, you know, next week I am going to be doing like a, a really quick like experiment for $15. I will take a look at all of your finances and I will tell you everything that you need to cut so that you can make that vacation happen in August. I hate looking at my finances. She's going to do it for me and she's just going to tell me what to cut and I only have to pay 15 bucks for that. Yes, thank you. That's what you want. That's a reaction you want out of an ideal client. The, the money doesn't matter because at this point, at this stage, it's not about the money. It's about, like, because right now, if that person does not find value in what you're offering, there is no amount you can charge that would make them say yes. It could be $5. They'll still be like, no, I just don't, don't want to waste my time. I don't feel like I need that, right? That's why there has to be money. Because if it's free, there's a lot of people out there who just grab free stuff for the sake of it being free. Just because it's free, right? Just because it's free. It's a thing. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar. I may be dating myself. I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, Pinky and the Brain. It was a cartoon a long time ago where it's this mouse and this rat and they're trying to take over the world. And one day they created a fake earth because they wanted to take over the world. So they wanted to migrate everybody from the real earth to the fake earth. And you know what they did? They put up a sign that said free t-shirts <laughs> and everybody in the world ran to the fake earth, right? Cause it's a thing. Cause people just run to free stuff even if they don't need it, right? So in this second step that I'm asking you to do, you don't do this for free. You say, who needs this done? I'll get it done. Just 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you think is a low price for what you're offering. You know, for 27 bucks, I'll create your lead page. For 27 bucks, I'll tell you what you need to cut in order to go on vacation to Paris in August. I can make it happen without more income and without more debt. All right? 
Yes, one is a genius and the other is insane. <laughs> one is a genius, the other is insane. So anyway, don't be insane. Don't do this, this validation step for free, okay? But you got to meet them. You got to meet them face to face. You got to have a face to the description. And they got to be able to tell you why they found this so, like, why was this something that they wanted to grab out of your hands? Like, you got to meet them. If you don't know who they are, it's very hard. Trust me. Just take my word for it. It's very hard to create an online course on something for someone you've never met. And this is my project management background talking. You got to have those client requirements. Okay? So what is step three? Step three is to create the most, the simplest, most watered-down version, but most impactful that you can, version of your offer. So in the previous step, you actually got to meet people, okay? And they told you, this is what I need. Please make it happen for me. And you said, okay, we're going to make it happen for you. Now you get to create an offer. Water it down. Do not spend the next six months recording videos and creating an online course without having sold a single copy yet. So what you want to do is find more of those people. See where they're gathered. Okay? Where, where, where are those people that have that particular struggle gathered? What are they asking? Where are they asking these questions? Go meet more of them and start offering to help them with that problem. I promise you, the more you do this, the more your prices are going to increase, the more people you're going to meet that have that problem because they're going to start spreading, spreading the good word for you, right? So that final step is to actually offer something, okay? Now, this is why when we go and we start a new business and we're like, well, I've been posting on Instagram every day and I still don't have clients. Are you even trying to, doing in, to do any of these things? Or are you just posting? Are you just looking at other people's accounts and see that they're blowing up with reels and then telling yourself, well, Ina, I don't need to do any of these. I just have to get on reels. I just have to get on TikTok. I just have to get featured in a big publication, right? Are you even trying to create a business, to create the business foundations? So I'm going to recap because I just gave you like, if you're thinking of, and I know I started talking about like how to monetize a hobby. This is how you monetize anything, especially services that you're putting out there coaching, helping people with something, freelance work. Here are the steps. So hear me out. Do nothing else but do this. Number one, make the decision that this is where you want to spend your time and this is what you want to do with your life and everything else is not going to matter. I posted um, a little bit earlier about all the things that occupy my time that have nothing to do with my business. Laundry, putting dinner on the table, going to pick up the kids, which, by the way, I have to do in like 10 minutes, uh, you know, making making lunches for the kids, uh, spending time with the kids, going to doctor's appointments, 
um, you know, nursing kids back to health and we're all in quarantine. There's all these things that take up my time. There are so many things on my list that if I prioritize all of those, I would never have time for a business. I wouldn't, I never would do it. Like, like people ask me, Ina, but how do you do it all? I don't prioritize the things that you're prioritizing. The doctor's appointments and the, the putting lunch on the table and dinner on the table and the laundry and the kids, like those things will get done, but I'm making time for the business first. I know when I'm working so that I can prioritize where everything else is going to fit. So it's not that you're doing one or the other. It's that you're building your life around the things that are important to you. And I know this is really tricky to say as a mom who has two kids and I love them to death. I love my family. So it's really hard for me to come and say, well, we need to prioritize things like over our kids when we have to be like, no, no, wait, as a mom, my kids are my top priority. You guys, my kids is why I do this. I want my kids to know that they can accomplish anything they put their minds to. They, they are my why, right? Other than, you know, I want to do this because I want to prove to myself that I can, right? My kids need to see that it is possible to have a family life and to have a satisfying, fulfilling, purposeful life right here on planet Earth. So I plan my days around when I work. And that's how I do it. When people ask me, how do you get everything done? I don't prioritize laundry over everything else. I don't prioritize grocery shopping above everything else. I have my priorities straight. So if you want to monetize your hobby, your passion, you start here. You make the decision that this is what you want to do. And this is going to take a high priority. And you're not going to fall into the trap of telling yourself, well, if I have kids, my kids are going to go first above everything else. And then like, no, do not fall into that trap. It is possible for you to have a purposeful life and kids who are happy and healthy. Okay. And that you don't, that you don't ignore. My kids feel very loved. But my business has a priority in my life. Okay. So it's about that. It's about knowing that it's possible to do both. Having kids and having a business, it's possible, not just one or the other. Having a business while you have kids doesn't make you a bad mom. Okay? So make the decision that you want to live a life with a purpose to help people out there. Okay? The second thing you do is to validate that somebody wants this meet people that you could help, okay? And number three, start offering it. Don't spend the next six months trying to put the most perfect offer together, okay? Just do it. How did that feel? Whether you had the right idea or not, are you ready to start monetizing your audience right now? Great. Don't forget to subscribe for the next interview episode with Camille Diaz. After her brick and mortar partnership crashed and burned, coaching found her and gave her a brand new outlook on how to deal with failure. 
Trust me, you will not want to miss that. And if you'd like to be featured in an upcoming episode, submit a tip you have for your fellow coaches out there. Just go to theglobalphenomenon.com tip to get the full submission instructions and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.